Every day, we rise, challenging ourselves to work for what we believe in. At U.S. Border Patrol, protecting our borders is more than a job. It's a calling. Agents answer the call, working together to keep our country and communities safe. If you are ready for a new mission, join U.S. Border Patrol and go beyond. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. What if you could have a career where the opportunities are as vast as our nation, where it's not about mission statements, but a shared mission? At U.S. Customs and Border Protection, we go beyond to protect more than borders, from ship to shore, air to ground, cities to local communities. CBP agents and officers are keeping people safe. Join U.S. Customs and Border Protection and go beyond for something far greater than yourself. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. May I have your attention, please? May I have your attention, please? Broadcast. Will the real weird sisters please stand up? We're gonna have a problem here. We're the weird sisters, we're the real weird sisters. All you other weird sisters are fine, but not the victors. Will the real weird sisters please stand up? Please stand up. Please stand up. Welcome to the broadcast with Amanda, Shandy, and Colleen. Welcome to our maternity podcast, also known as Alice and Martha Gone Wild. That's right. <laughs> we are joined by Alice and Martha from the Real Weird Sisters podcast. I'm Colleen. That was a long time to get to my name. Is it? Is it my turn? Sure. <laughs> I'm Amanda. And I'm Shandy. And Welcome. <laughs> Alice and Martha. <laughs> Thank you. Hi, it's good to be here. Feels long overdue. Oh, yes. That's like what I hope I'm not right now. If you're listening. <laughs> <to this. laughs> that the the little penis is no longer inside you. Ugh. Yes, and no penis will be inside of me for six weeks. But I'm not The price we pay. <laughs> And if it's anything, anything like with Zach and my six-week appointment that I had to push back two weeks because I had a kidney infection. Oh. Oh. oh sounds terrible. <laughs> We're all just like it's speechless. All right. It's all right. It's all right. Oh, my God. <laughs> so, Alison, welcome. This is how we start the shows, typically. Colleen <laughs> us with the joys of childbirth. <laughs> yeah, that's the best form of we start our shows, but... <laughs> Here. I was gonna say that's the best form of birth control out there. Yep. Also, Alice, welcome to podcasting with me sober. Uh, yeah, I don't know if I ever had before, Colleen. I don't think so, because you didn't podcast with me when I was pregnant the first time. <laughs> Uh, background, maybe for listeners who don't realize, uh, some of us used to be on the tribe. I wouldn't talked about that a ton. Well, all of us minus one. No. Not really me either. Martha oh, yeah. Wasn't... Martha was a guest a few times. Oh. Like, so at least she has that. <laughs> all right. Solidarity. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, this is great to be back yeah. with everyone. This is like all my favorite people all together. 
kind of overwhelming. All in one virtual room. Yes. <laughs> if you are joining us from the Real Weird Sisters feed and you have, I, I don't know why I can't say the word weird tonight. I keep tripping over it. Um, it's a really hard name to say. We should have thought of that when we named the podcast. It is. We have trouble too. Okay. Thank goodness. <laughs> um, if you are joining us though from their feed, we just want to warn you that we are not safe for work-ish. Um, yeah. Yeah, I don't think there's an ish. ish. <laughs> no, just what she said, but without the ish. Yeah, usually. Like completely. Okay, adult right. themed. That's what she nice said. Description. <laughs> Sometimes we say F words. Um, there's your warning. And a lot of the times we talk about inappropriate topics. Like sex and vibrators and <laughs> other such things. And we also tackle a lot of serious topics, too. Um, we've talked about politics. We've talked about the Me Too movement. And back in the day, back in the day of a year ago. <laughs> it's been such a long year. Um, <laughs> yes, it has. Back in the day, uh, I don't know. We've talked about a lot of serious things. Um, there's an ongoing debate about the friend zone that's not really even a debate anymore. No, stop it's it. Just bring it back. It's done. It's, it's done. We're friend zoning the friend zone. It's done. We ruined the song, Baby, It's Cold Outside, for a lot of people. Um, so, But we're really fun, so give us a chance. <laughs> You're really selling it, Colleen. We really laugh a lot. <laughs> yes. Anyways. Yes, we do. And so I guess for those people who are on the broadcast feed, we should maybe introduce a little bit about the Real Weird Sisters. If you guys want to tell us what your podcast is about, which has been mentioned on this podcast before, but just in case anyone wasn't paying attention. Truth. Truth. <laughs> Martha, why don't you go ahead? Okay, well, I am Martha, for people who haven't distinguished our voices yet, um, and Alice and I, uh, every week we talk about a chapter of Harry Potter. We started about two years ago, so right now we're finishing up Goblet of Fire, and that's our weekly segment, and then once in a while we do special topics episodes, like Sorting Hat episodes, and um, our most recent special topics episode was with Shandy, um, where we did a D&D-style role-played Hunger Games, um, which sounds weird, but was Wait. actually amazing. So. Yeah, which sounds nerdy as it is. Why did yeah. that not show up when I went looking? Hold, please. Keep talking. I'm going to go find that. <laughs> it, it was a lot of fun. Very confusing. but Very confusing. I think it was definitely one of our favorite shows we've had uh, with Shandy. I mean, we recently did like a feedback survey for our audience, and that was like far and away our most popular episode ever. So oh. people, people love that format. Um, and just to be clear. And they loved Shandy. And they did love Shandy. Um, but I think Martha... You said D&D style Hunger Games, but you didn't mention it was with Harry Potter characters. Oh, right. So that's how it tied into our show. So it was extremely nerdy, like crossover from so many different <laughs> fandoms. And yeah, Shut Up Tim was on it, and he definitely was the king nerd. Yes. <laughs> well, cool. Oh, my God. Um, while Amanda is busy trying to figure out the podcast app. It's called The Real Weird Hunger Games. Just click on more episodes. I stop it. <laughs> but I will say, I really hate the new Apple podcast. Like, know, it, the app confusing. is horrendous. It's so bad. It's it really, really bad. But. Yeah. So, anyway. At that this aside. Point, 
if you're hearing this, it's because this is my maternity leave podcast. Um, <laughs> I only get one paid week off from the Jay and Jack Network, so this is it. Ta-da! <laughs> Man, what a shit gig you have. <laughs> the perils of working from your basement. Um, yeah. so. For the record, I found it and I'm downloading it. So, well, you're pretty long. So, buckle your seatbelt. So, usually on the broadcast, I have like really strong opinions and I'm sure of myself and I just want to like <laughs> set everything on fire. On that episode, I was just real confused and kind of like. Like, borderline panic attacking. Like, <laughs> So you didn't tell anyone to go fuck themselves, is what you're saying. <laughs> I was trying to keep it PG. Well, clearly our listeners love that side of you, Shandy. Oh, <laughs> sure, and really, like, panic attacky Shandy was very popular. <laughs> panic attacky awesome. Shandy. Yeah. That's a good one. Yeah. I think that'll stick. That's a good nickname. <laughs> <laughs> if I say it's a bad nickname, then people will dig in. So I will just say that. <laughs> All right, then. Yes, that is true. So who's drinking with me? Drinking, in quotes, because theoretically. Well, <laughs> I have a beer. I have a blue moon. I have my milk. Oh, you have my water. <laughs> Got uh, some fat tire in my Oktoberfest mug. Mm-hmm. Haven't busted this out in a while. Uh, so I'm pretty excited here. Let's pretend that I'm drinking that $120 bottle of wine that I won at that <laughs> wine roulette thing back in October, November, whenever it was. Ooh, I told you guys that story, right? No. If you did, I've forgotten. Oh, I didn't tell you guys that story? No. Mm. Oh. So we had a charity fundraiser, my company for Legal Aid of North Carolina, because they're, well, we do it every year, but like it was a big deal this year because um, their funding got cut like drastically. And one of the ideas, like the things that we had was this like wine bottle roulette. So it was wrapped into, like, white and reds, and out of all, like, 60 bottles or whatever, however many were there, 60, 75, something like that, there was everything from, like, Trader Joe's to this bottle of wine that was $120. So my coworkers were very into trying to figure out which one this was. So I think it was, like, $20 a bottle, and everything went to the charity. That's why it was so expensive. But, like, you could either win a $8 or three buck chuck or something or you know like a nicer one or the 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 top one and I went to go actually work while my co-workers were around the table and they said to one of them I was like uh like I came back and she was like so somebody told me that the heavier the bottle the more expensive they are so these are the three heaviest ones and I was like okay well pick the two that you want to pick out and I'll just buy the third bottle I'm not gonna because you could buy up to two I was like I'm not gonna buy two but I'll buy one and you know, I'll hang on to it till I can drink again. And we opened them at the end of the night, and I was the last one to open it. My coworkers opened it. They got, like, the $8, the $12, the $20 bottle. And then I opened mine, and it was the, the winner one. <laughs> and they were That's all like, I can't believe it. You took our reject bottle, <laughs> and you can't even drink it. And I was like, That's <laughs> not. Yet. Not never. Just not yet. Happy birthday to me. <laughs> Yeah, that's right. <laughs> that's right. I really hope you're all listening to this before my birthday on February 8th. Uh, I do kind of hope that you go, like, Colleen at Allison's wedding after Zach was born. Oh, I think that God, was the first. Was double fisting. Of, right, because I think that was the first <laughs> event that you were able to drink at again, yeah. like, after after Zach. Yeah. And, like, 
it was amazing because it was just it wasn't you were double fisting you had more glasses than you had hands <laughs> And it was like, it was like, this one's for January, this one's for February, this one's for March, and you just had them all lined up, like, the months of the year. Yeah, that was a good time. Yeah, it was, it was pretty amazing. I was nursing, and my metabolism was so fast that I didn't even get, like, too shit-faced that night. Like, yeah, yeah, that's true. Right? You you really were okay given how much I was. I mean, I didn't. I don't think I drank like all of all of them. You know, it was more God, like I hope a, you didn't. like a <laughs> smattering of like a tasting party or something. Like you know, like there were cheeses on the table that I was like, let me try this one. Let me try this one. <laughs> nice. and that was a fancy wedding. So that was the wedding to really like sample. <laughs> to sample the top shop liquor. <laughs> yeah. You will have one of each, please. Yes. <laughs> and just hold them because I only have two hands. Yeah. So just leave it for me and I will come back. I would like your platinum patron, please. <laughs> yeah. None of this silver business. Yeah, yeah. What is this? <laughs> anyway. <laughs> anyway, yes. So what's up, guys? <laughs> I was telling everybody before we started that I'm going to have this show edited. Unless I have a baby tonight, like after we're done. I'm going to try to have this show edited in case I die or something. This will be like my last. Why? 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 Again, again with fire. Please. (laughs) Cannot handle it. I know. Jay hates it too, but (laughs) it's how I deal. It's how I deal with my anxieties. I face them. Also. So you're not the we're not the only people that you've told us to. This is like a recurring like if I should die before I wake. This podcast is really morbid. Actually, not it's it's. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants—they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. It's a lesson in planning ahead. Um, <laughs> yeah. Some people put their life insur- get their life insurance together before they're going to have a major medical procedure. Other people do podcasts and make sure that everybody... <laughs> What is the better investment? A living will and testament. <laughs> um, yeah. <laughs> um, so, yeah. How's everyone doing? <laughs> I'm, like, trying to remember what I can and can't talk about because I did a lot of things last weekend, but... I know, so I did, too. Later. I, had a, I did Ooh. a lot of things today. Um... Which included the DMV. <laughs> Is that also related to the pregnancy? No. Yeah, well, kind of. My, talking about expiring, my driver's license expires on February 8th. So uh, yes. also, Jeez, talk about time. I know. So I need to, well, uh, to kind of get that taken care of because they're doing the real ID thing in North Carolina. So oh. you can renew online, but you won't get the real ID, which is fine if you never travel or anything. But starting oh. in 2020, you can't go through the airport with your uh-huh. driver's license if you don't have the real ID. So I don't want to 
have to, you know, go back in two years when <laughs> I could take care of it now and have it all set for eight years. So I had to go in, and I walk in, and I knew it was lunchtime. I knew it was going to be, like, at least an hour wait, so I was totally prepared for that, like. I had a book. I had my phone fully charged. I had headphones. I was like ready to like sit in and wait. And I get there and I walk in and it's like people sitting on top of people sitting on top of the like the floors and the each other and like everything and it smelled like body odor and it was just like oh. it was it was like a scene and I was like like a scene of like in a horror movie when or not a horror, like a natural disaster movie when everybody's like you know in the gymnasium like all huddled together or something crazy. And, like, I walk up, and the guy was like, it's a three and a half hour plus wait. Would you like to stay? And I was like, no, thank you. <laughs> and he was like, okay. And then I turned, like, I turned to walk away, and then I turned back around, and I was like, I need a real ID. Will I need a new picture? And he goes, yes. And I was like, well, then I was definitely never staying today. <laughs> 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 and this lady's like waiting he was like overheard me and started laughing and I was like you know what I'm talking about <laughs> <laughs> so then what happens are you going to go back like I, he, I can either go back like at 7 in the morning and get in line for when they open at 8 or mm. I could make an appointment to do it and I called made an appointment and the next available appointment was February 23rd at 4.30 oh. in the afternoon so I That's the way to do it, though. License for a little while. The making the appointment at the DMV—that uh-huh. is the way to do it. That's when I renewed my my license um, last time. I, I guess New York like just started doing it a couple years ago, and it was amazing. Like I got there right at my time, and they were like calling my number as I was walking up to check in. I was wow. in and out in like fifteen minutes. That's awesome. <laughs> now, why didn't they think of that idea like years ago? I don't know, because it makes too much sense. <laughs> <laughs> too efficient. It seems so normal, but yeah. I was going to ask you, though, if I thought you had gotten the license today, and I was going to be like, well, do they make you put down, like, your pregnancy weight, knowing that you're going to weigh less, or do you get to just put an estimate of what you think? I don't know. I, I also had random, I've been having random crying spurts for the last few days from the hormones, so that could have probably brought about one of them if they <laughs> I mean, to be fair, though, you always just give an estimation, and you know That's you true. always estimate, like, 10 pounds. So you're saying <laughs> yes. you say that I'm 6'3 and 239 pounds, and nobody would check? I'm saying you can fudge it a little bit. 6'3 okay. part, they might. Well, it kind of reminds me of uh, this past summer, My, I went on a trip to Hawaii with my in-laws and husband and their family, and we went on a helicopter ride, and they made us estimate our weight. And we all we all estimated like ten pounds lighter than we were. <laughs> they were like, "Oh, surely, like it's not a big deal." And then they weighed us. Oh. They weighed each of, and every one of us. And they're like, "Oh, <laughs> we're like, is it still gonna be okay?" And they're like, "We're gonna have to move some things around." <laughs> yeah, like that stuff. It's really serious to get the weight right. <laughs> I know. But I didn't think it would be like down to ten pounds. Yeah. 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 <laughs> so maybe they are gonna I don't know. Like the day when they start actually weighing you at the DMV, that would not be good. That would not be good. Yeah. <laughs> but especially since your license is good for like three or five or eight or ten or however many years, like weight can fluctuate so much it that can. like right. I mean really who cares at all? 
that's not really a good indicator. If I were ever to go on the run, like just gain 50 pounds, look completely different. <laughs> well, and also, but like you don't need to like have your weight be specific for driving. It's not like flying in a small, <laughs> small confined space where like you, you need to have that number to make sure everything's balanced. Like you don't need that in a I car. Know. Yeah. It's like to identify that you're the actual person that you say you are, but like right. they didn't let me wear my glasses <laughs> on my uh, driver's license picture, and my vision isn't bad enough that I actually have to wear them for driving. So like, yeah. there's no passport? trace. <laughs> Were you allowed to wear it for your passport picture, your glasses, or did you not wear glasses at that point? That's a good question. I know our parents have remember. glasses in their passport photo, and you are allowed to. But some places you go. They think you're not allowed to, and they try to make you take them off, but you are allowed to have them. Well, that kind of sounds like everybody's experience with the TSA or something. Like <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> you definitely never know what yes. you're supposed to take through. <laughs> but, hate those yeah. people. So I wonder, Colleen, if the DMV was so like super extra busy because of the shutdown. I, it's a state-run agency. The DMV is state-run? Mm-hmm. I guess that makes sense. Um, we're, well, I'll scrap that. Yeah, because different... <laughs> I retract my question. We had snow last week, so everything shut down for like three days. So it was adorable. So you had a non-government shutdown. Yeah. Well, I guess we had snow however many weeks ago, if you're listening to this in the future. Um, but yeah, that's... So. Yeah. This was the safer work portion of our show. <laughs> just easing into it just, yeah. yeah we're just moving everybody up for what's to come um, because but- I found an article and it is titled the man who played Barney runs a tantric sex business and it's safe to say my childhood is now ruined that's awesome <laughs> so there's your fun fact of the day <laughs> Was it always just one man who played Barney, or were there multiple people? I feel like you could have anyone do that. Um, he was the man inside the Barney costume from it. I almost said the man inside Barney. Was, oh, the man inside me. From 1991 to 2001. The biggest shocker of this article is that Barney went through 2001. Yeah. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But, uh, yeah, I think like Steve from Blue's Clues was also some sort of predator as well. Uh, <laughs> what? I a lot of them no, I think that was like a rumor. I actually <laughs> maybe that wasn't something that everybody at my elementary school talked Somebody about. But on Snopes for that one. Well, it's um, I Snoops I actually because there were several the that was, of Blue's uh, Clues friends with him. <laughs> oh, that's that's how I know that he's a totally normal dude. But yeah, there like, were several I mean, hosts of Blue's Clues. They had to like cycle through a few of them. Well, I heard that he bowed out of Blue's Clues because he started going balding. He started balding, and he didn't want to go bald on now, national television. That I would believe because he is bald now. Wait, what about you know, like Propecia or something, or a wig? Or wait, Amanda, did you say you're friends with Steve? No, I used to work with a guy who was friends with Steve. Oh, okay. That's so, so cool. <laughs> Martha's just having a moment. Yeah. Well, yeah. now that I know he's not, that he's okay, then... Yeah, he's totally fine. <laughs> At least, I haven't worked with that guy in, like, a couple of years, so maybe things have changed. <laughs> but as of five years ago, Steve right. is alive and well and living in Williamsburg. So, if Steve's name starts trending with hashtag me too, there's... Yeah. 
<laughs> so it's ironic that we came out of the show thinking it was gonna be super NSFW, and then we're just talking about like Blues Clues and Barney. <laughs> Well, we're trying to not scare anybody away. <laughs> I like to be really <laughs> diverse in the, in the topics we talk about. Yeah, <laughs> there was something about tantric sex though yes. attached to that headline. Okay, so <laughs> <laughs> I feel like people were just more. Everyone just zoomed in on the Barney. Thing. Oh, yeah, we left <laughs> down the rabbit hole. We went. <laughs> For anybody that's listening out there, Tantra traces its roots back to Buddhism and Hinduism, um, but modern Tantra yoga practices uh, focus on combining passion, love, and consciousness into uh, to transform sex into profound meditation. Tantra incorporates several different techniques to align chakras and tap into spirituality. But the sex part seems to be the key focus for Joyner. That's the Barney dude, uh, who told Vice, "When the certain, well, I'm sorry, when the Vice. the <laughs> when the lingam penis and the yoni <laughs> vagina uh, parentheses meet, there's a certain energy that takes place that hands on the body alone cannot create." Uh, you need a big bar- a big dinosaur costume to really <laughs> make it all worth it. I thought you were going to say big dinosaur cock. So. That too. Well, I guess that could be good either. <laughs> so yeah, the guy who helped shape so many childhoods now goes around sprouting lines such as, when you go down on a woman orally, uh, it should be just like you're saying grace, like blessing the food you're about to receive. Um, I don't know about you, but this destroys half my childhood memories. I mean, cool. Good for him. He's grown. Yes. He's, he's gone from child basement <laughs> It's not like it's anything illegal, though, right? Like, he's right, no. just doing his own yeah. thing. Well, like consensual. So Good for him. Does he sing those mantras to the tune of, uh, I love you, you love me? Oh, you know it. God, I hope so. <laughs> I love your body. You love my body. <laughs> Wait, what were the words for penis and vagina? Which, by the way, seems a bit heteronormative here. Just um, saying. True. I'm sure you can get that magical feeling other with other combinations. With dinosaurs. Well, uh, you know, with this advice article, they probably didn't ask that many questions. <laughs> <laughs> the lingam and the uni. Yoni? L-I-N-G-A-M. Why I love lingam. I love Yoni. Is that what our song is? I love you. I love you. Love Yoni. <laughs> we create happy energy. There you go. With a um... great big saying of grace. <laughs> and an orgasm for you and me. <laughs> Don't you say you love Lingam and Uni too. <laughs> All right. <laughs> It's sure. it's uh it's nothing it's not as good as something Shut Up Tim could come up with but it was my it was my best try it was my my good effort <laughs> yes and although speaking of Shut Up Tim um, spoiler alert I did reach out to him for some feedback oh, and no. um... <laughs> <laughs> our listeners were like thinking that they could come over to this show to escape they're seeing the pervy side of Tim though. Mm-hmm. Very true. They could have guessed yeah. that. I think they could have put the pieces together. <laughs> yeah. So I don't know. Do you guys want to do that now? 
feedback? No, the just the Tims since I the Tims. <laughs> the Tims. <laughs> since I brought it up. Sure. It could be a teaser for later or Okay. A tantric teaser. <laughs> <laughs> That's just I'm not gonna be tantric about it. I'm not so good at the tantra. I'm like more like immediate gratification. Something I'm working on. Here we go. <laughs> so so I skip skip right to it. I mentioned it, now I have to go do it. <laughs> okay, so I reached out to Tim. I wondered if he might have anything that he wanted to ask you guys on this podcast. And he started yeah, rapid so- fire. I'm, I'm like very nervous. <laughs> I'm like physically nervous and not this little bit. <laughs> oh my god, this is like my experience during the hunger. Yes. <laughs> I'm vaguely on the verge of a panic attack. Very well confused, but mostly don't just- worry. Don't worry. They're, they're short little text messages. Some of them are funny. Some of them you don't have to answer. Anything you're uncomfortable answering, by all means, we can skip it. No, Tim sent us a preview of these questions by sending us a, a screenshot of your conversation with him where he had blacked out his messages, but we could see your reactions, Shandy. So that's really not helping us here. <laughs> Well, he had left in some keywords, like, ask Alice if she, and then it's, like, blacked out. <laughs> and my reaction is, like, blah. Yes. <laughs> like, perfect. <laughs> okay, so here we go. Um, first question. <clears throat> when do you think Harry got his first boner, and can this be supported <laughs> with any book evidence? <laughs> oh, I think it's very supported by book evidence. Oh, I definitely uh, think there's a clear first scene of that. Yeah, so I, I mean, I I think we're on the same page here, Alice. Um, yeah, I think the first so. the first Quidditch game that he plays against Cho, um, he has like a swooping feeling and <laughs> somewhere near his stomach. Um, it's like very clearly written yeah, out. The we- second he saw Cho, it was like boing. <laughs> alluded to that on the podcast pretty heavily as much as you can on a not, for, not safe for work podcast so I guess, my I guess it was over Tim's head but <laughs> yeah. there's something about Cho that Harry was just physically drawn to yeah and every time he sees her after that he's like the familiar swooping sensation <laughs> somewhere near his stomach <laughs> Oh yeah, that's pretty on the nose. It's pretty clear. <laughs> right near his Like Joe was not really like beating around the bush with that. Especially because that was in the third book. I mean, that's still definitely in the like children's portion of the series. Yeah, yeah. So Harry didn't know what was happening to him. He just knew he liked it. Okay, yeah. puberty, man. It's more with the In more ways than one. <laughs> Wait for it. Slow <laughs> <joke>. <laughs> okay, question two in Tim's rapid fire. Let me see how. Yeah, this was sent the same minute that he sent that first one. Oh my god! So I'm really like rapid. Waiting to ask you guys. Yeah, how do you even you know, type that? That's the question. Like, how much is he thinking about these things? Just like normal daily life. That's a little. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um. When did Hermione get her first period? Is that really why Moaning Myrtle is sad? <laughs> I don't think that has anything to do with Moaning Myrtle. But thank yeah. you, Tim, for just assuming that any time a girl would be crying, it would be because she had PMS. 
Yeah, yeah. thanks, Tim. Mm-hmm. Oh, see, I was going to say maybe Moaning Myrtle was upset that Hermione became a woman, but Moaning Myrtle never would. <laughs> oh, okay, I like that. That's an interesting spin to it. <laughs> I'll never have the swooping feelings of my own. <laughs> I kind of feel like Hermione got it before she started at Hogwarts. She's like pretty mature, so I wouldn't be surprised if it was a uh, like pre eleven. And she also her birthday's in September, so she turns twelve right at the beginning yeah. of Hogwarts. Maybe totally possible. Oh, some of us. I got my period when I was eleven until we were fourteen. Me. Oh, that was late. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty some late. Some of us got them when we were eleven. I drank when we were ten. Oh wow. <laughs> That is early. That is. Yep. That might be the earliest I know. I'm very special. (laughs) Were you just syncing up with Martha, uh, with, I'm sorry, with Alice already? Yeah, Alice was in Germany that year, so actually, no. She went over the whole house. Uh, Shandy, was it you? Somebody uh, sent uh, pictures from the Women's March, and it was, one of the signs was like, we're here to sync our cycles or something. Yeah, I, so I love that. <laughs> Which, like, I was like, ah, I mean, the, there's like the asterisks of like not all women have vaginas and not all women, even if they do have vaginas or not, like have periods and all of that asterisk. That aside, I still really like that song. <laughs> well, because it has double meaning, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Okay. Sorry, um, with the. So you guys don't the next... think that Hermione first got it at Hogwarts? That, well, I, mean, that's I was going to say theory. I was going to say maybe during the third book that would be a little bit late, but she is really emailing that book. Yeah, that's true. But she and Ron are yeah. like constantly fighting that whole book, and she's in yeah. a very sour mood the whole time. Mm. That mm-hmm. could be it too. <laughs> is that period, or is that just um, adolescence? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So I, it's not a totally solid theory. All right, so um, next question requires Amanda to take off her headset. Perfect. And... I need more water anyway. <laughs> okay. Anyone who hasn't read or seen Cursed Child should also skip ahead like a minute or two. Well, also, and to be fair, and don't want to be spoiled. And don't want to be spoiled. If you don't care, then keep listening. Yeah, I don't I, care. I think we care. sort of talked about it, and I guess I should care. So I'm going to Yeah. Go. I'm going to get some water. You guys do this, and I'll be right back. Okay. Can you pee for me while you're gone? Well, I don't know if it works like that, but I'll certainly try. Well, <laughs> okay. Okay. Because of Cursed Child, we know Voldemort had sex with Bellatrix. Can Martha do an impression of Voldemort wooing Bellatrix? <laughs> yeah. Like, I don't really know where I thought it was going to go, but I'm a little bit relieved. But also, you don't have to, but I do like I mean, impressions, Martha. I mean, Voldemort's definitely doing the, like, high, cold laugh during that. Um, <laughs> but it's probably, like, kind of sporadic. I don't know. I feel like Voldemort didn't really enjoy it. Like, it was not really a like a pleasurable experience for him like that's what the big reach of cursed child is right like right. really why did voldemort want to do that in the first place he's like not even human but yeah yeah I'm just almost, it's like <laughs> it's more like husbandry like you're yeah. really just like <laughs> so he might actually not even be like into it at all i mean he's probably doing like a, a low high cold laugh i guess <laughs> but i don't know Bellatrix. bellatrix is like i haven't done a bellatrix impression yet Ooh. Yeah. <laughs> do we get an exclusive <laughs> I, don't, I don't really want to, I'll talk I mean, it's like a, like 
I don't know how to do the impression of both of them at the same time. She hasn't been in the series at all yet, so yeah. yeah. Okay, well, I mean, Bellatrix has like kind of a low, like uh, Harry. <laughs> <laughs> so she would she'd be like, "My lord," and he's like, <laughs> "Oh, my lord." <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. Okay. <laughs> I'm really, really upset that I did that. <laughs> I'm really happy. <laughs> Very right, bad. Let's tell Amanda to come back. You can come back now. <laughs> <laughs> tell Amanda to come back so we can all wipe that from our minds. Man, sounds like I missed some fun. You know, uh, you missed impressions. You missed when oh God, I missed impressions. Once, yeah, you've million. Seen, once you've seen the play, you'll have to come back to that moment because I do think it will be worth it. All right. When am I? It's September, October fourteenth. October. Damn. Yeah. Okay. That was quite an experience, though. Like going, to getting tickets to see it on Broadway. It was. It was. I'm so jealous. <laughs> it was levels. I bet. I had to like submit to be in the lottery to even then try and get tickets. Wow. <laughs> Damn. Wow. How much were yeah. they, if I may ask? Were they like three hundred and fifty dollars? Wow. <laughs> I mean, that's expensive, but I think it's not. It's not as much as I would maybe think. It's well, because also because you say <laughs> yes, but also you figure that's for two shows. Oh, nice! Right. That's oh, right, because it's part one and part two. Oh, part one. oh, so when you think of it that way, it's actually a pretty good deal. Yeah, that's not bad. Because you figure back row Hamilton for a single show is yeah, exactly. Crazy. Yeah, mm-hmm. I think you know. it'll be worth it. I think I'm so very too. I, I feel pretty pretty confident about that decision. <laughs> <laughs> Very awesome. If I'm alive in October, I can't wait to hear about it. Colleen! Oh I'm going to be stopping it. it now. <laughs> I'm going to be stopping it. I cannot. If you're too hard on that blanket, you have to stay alive. <laughs> Changing the topic. Uh, this is more of just like a statement than like really something to respond to. But Tim is wondering if anything else on Voldemort is snake-like. <laughs> <laughs> I thought Tim didn't like jokes with really obvious pun- um, punchlines. Oh, I thought he meant like his liver or something. <laughs> like, do your livers can be very snaky. <laughs> this is the point. I don't know if. Uh... Yeah. Yes. Yes. Very nailed it. Now this is the point in the um, text message chain that I sent him. Oh my god! I'm so glad that I texted you. I don't know if we saw that response. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Next question: Was Ron a virgin by the end of book six? (laughs) Like still a virgin? I kind of think. I don't think he and Lavender did it. Yeah, (gasps) me too. You think they did it? Oh, they were super horny. Oh, okay, because God. I We're said all over each other. I responded to this. Are there any hints that he wasn't? And he said, Tim says he had that girlfriend who was totally DTF. But like <laughs> that girlfriend, Tim didn't remember the name. Of course. <laughs> <laughs> like I get that. I get that they were very like excitable, but they but like did they really have sex? I'm pretty sure they, they did. Like their hands were all over each other all them. the time. They had no, a I think it was like a hand had- job. There were a lot of scenes where Ron looked very smug with himself, so. Well, yeah, because like, it's at the beginning of the sixth book that he hasn't even kissed anyone yet, right? And yeah. he's, like, really self-conscious well, about it. So then exactly. he's all in on Lavender. <laughs> no, so but literally. 
Oh, they definitely did it, Shandy. I cannot believe you are the yeah. one who's not admitting that. Well, it's well, because the books are so... They're together for, like, six months. Like, it's not like it's just a one-month fling. Just because the books are so innocent, but, like... But did I mean, I could... It, did they do it at a party with their friends around? Maybe at the slut... <laughs> I think they did. <laughs> they did. <laughs> they did. <laughs> they set the birds at them. Like, That's when she walked the in classroom. on them doing it. Oh. Yeah, the no, unused but... classroom. Mm-hmm. Or the room of requirements. Also known as the come and go room. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, if you're going to do it in the Harry Potter universe, that is the place to do it. Yeah. Yeah. Can you imagine? Oh my God. And you would have everything that you need. You have everything that you need. (laughs) That's why it was so popular because they didn't need to go buy wizard condoms. They could just go to the room of requirement. Well, there's (laughs) going to be. That's going to be part of the next question. Um, he says, Tim says, were the Weasleys just terrible at the rhythm method? And I answered, do contraceptives exist in the wizarding world? And Tim said, is there magical contraception? Well, isn't there such a thing as families who want to have seven kids? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I'm not Sorry, one of them who want seven own. kids personally, but some people, I think, love having kids. There's six kids in my family, but it wasn't like my mom wanted to have six kids. <laughs> it just no. sort of happened. You know, the Weasleys aren't Mormon or anything, but... Well, they're Irish Catholic, right? Like, I mean, that's sort of what's... Yeah, probably. Although, I mean, our wizard... Like, our wizard... I feel like Zonko's has to have, like, some sort of raunchy sex section. Like, <laughs> I... Right, but I don't think they would be the ones responsible for, like, birth control. Okay, yeah. Well, but it still exists parallel to the real world. Yeah. Like, the actual story takes place, what, in, like, the 90s? Like... But they don't use our technology, and... Yeah, they don't use... Something because in the 90s, technology didn't exist yet. They I bet there's a potion. <laughs> yeah, I bet. Right. Yeah. A potion to, like, induce... Potion B... Potion B. Yeah, Potion B. Although, man, I really hope there's, like, smartphones in the Cursed Child. I would like to see some technology in the Harry Potter universe. I think that'd be really interesting. Well, no spoilers. (laughs) Technology goes haywire around around, uh, magic. Yeah, haven't you ever read Hogwarts A History? I have not. (laughs) I was recently reminded this, I think, on your last episode. Yeah. Yeah. I'm thinking, though, that Madame Pomfrey would be all about, like, promoting safe sex. Oh, my oh, God, yeah. yes. That bitch was handing out flyers. You know it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, Tim has a theory that uh, you would think that they could just Expelliarmus that fetus. Oh. I don't know oh, if Expelliarmus the right spell. Not really, not really how that works, Tim. <laughs> <laughs> so wrong. I feel like a vanishing. <laughs> um, Tim continues, a little bit more serious. Um, do you guys think that we'll see any same-sex stories in the new Fantastic Beasts? In parentheses, Dumbledore. Ooh, that's a good. That's actually so. a good question. Um, yes. <laughs> I mean, I don't want to spoil Chris Child. This is like sort of a comment, but it's not a big deal. Well, like, that's fine. I, Go for it. Little yeah, little spoilers. I, mean, like, I don't mind. Because Cursed Child did not have the same sex relationship that we were all hoping for, I really do hope that Fantastic Beasts will go that route because it's been way too long. Like J.K. Rowling, like clearly, is in favor of that, so I don't know why she hasn't had an openly um, gay character or, or uh, couple in the Harry Potter universe until, I mean, not not even now. So I think it really sh- it's about time. 
Yeah, and I think, like, because she mentioned that Dumbledore is gay, and now they're right. going back to his backstory, like, it would kind of make no sense if they didn't show that. They can't. Especially because Grindelwald was, like, a, like, somebody he was crushing on, so. Well, didn't they, they have a relationship? relationship? I think they did. They did. Yeah, I mean, I don't think it's 100% clear, though. Yeah. Right. I, it's I don't not think clear, it's I guess, if it was totally reciprocated from Grindelwald. Right. But, yeah, I mean, I would think they would at least sort of delve into that, but. It's also yeah, kind of interesting be because in it, so. it's kind of interesting because that particular relationship is not positive. I mean, Grindelwald is like an evil wizard, so it's not like we're going to get to see like something that we can all be like, "Oh, that's our OTP, our Dumbledore sh- and Grindelwald." You know, we're not like that's not somebody that you're going to be rooting for, but yeah. you'd still like to be able to see them. But it is what a is really, an OTP it would make for really like interesting and complex relationship right exactly but i just think like we still haven't seen any healthy game it could be like an anakin padme kind of thing but you know homosexual yeah the the evil thing (laughs) that's what i was going for (laughs) so wait did you said that otp is one true pair yeah, it's a, it's a thing that the kids are saying, Shandy, and try to be cool all over Tumblr. That's like, oh my god, people are still using Tumblr? Yeah. Yeah, no, never really knew what that one was about, so I'm not, yeah. not going to do that. But that's like, that's like the new way to say soulmates. Mm, kind of, yeah. It's like it's like your favorite ship. Yeah. Your oh. favorite ship. It has to be like in a fandom. Like, or I guess you could say like, Alice and Parr, my OTP. <laughs> Good one. <laughs> but you like say it about two people. You don't say it about your own OTP, like your own soulmate. You're but you're like down with OTP. Yeah, you wouldn't say like Frank is my OTP. Yeah, you have to be like I said, Shannon and Frank are my OTP. Yeah. Yeah. It's like goals AF. Yeah, yeah. It's like a, a couple that is goals AF. Yeah, kind of like how I think Jenny McCarthy and Donnie Wahlberg are my OTP. I don't think Jenny McCarthy is here with that. <laughs> <laughs> you can put that in the same place you put your bad taste in movies. First of all, my taste in movies is Im- impeccable. Thank you very much. <laughs> all right, Michael Bay. Well, you know, horrible person. Big bangs in the movies. Big bangs. Everything goes boom. I like it. Okay, so um, we've got a couple more questions from Tim. How's everything going so far? It's not as scary. Oh, this is not as bad as I thought it was going to be. But I'm <laughs> still a little worried if there's a few more to go. I just already revealed quite a bit about her life. There's <laughs> <laughs> so a couple of Fuck Mary Kills coming up. Okay, First one, I'm about those. Fuck Mary Kill, Filch. Although he put MFK, do we say Mary Fuck Kill? I thought we said Fuck Mary Kill. No, it's FMK. It doesn't matter. Okay. Tim is somebody's yeah. getting fucked, somebody's getting killed, someone's getting married. Let's do it. Okay, fuck Mary Kill, Filch, Aberforth, Frank Bryce. Well, that one seems easy to That's me. That's kind of easy, yeah. Uh, okay, I'll go first. I would say okay. definitely kill Filch. Put him out of his misery. He had a horrible life. <laughs> <Agreed>. um, <laughs> second of all, I guess you would go for Mary Frank Bryce. He seems yeah. sweet. Hell yeah. Fuck Aberforth, right? Because he's, he's yeah, yeah. I guess he's fairly <laughs> experienced. <laughs> <laughs> he could 
teach you a few things. And okay, I have a feeling this is just me reading Tim's mind here, but he wanted us to say the Aberforth thing because he likes to say that I was a goat in Survivor All Stars. Um, oh. So that's the joke here that he's going for. I'm yeah, pretty- it probably is. So, also, I don't know. I don't know though because. It's a little bit sketchy with Aberforth because who knows what kind of diseases he might be carrying. Yikes. Uh, <laughs> as long as you're doing it from animals. Can't you just expel your almost those diseases? But yeah, let's just say that we can expel your them. Okay. <laughs> but Martha, you, Martha, you definitely are the greatest of all time. Oh, thank you, Shandy. <laughs> you're welcome. Okay, fuck Mary Kill Alice. Alice. That's definitely my same order for those three. Oh, sorry, yeah. I didn't even let you. Know. Wait, now do you guys not have to answer these questions? <laughs> no. <laughs> I'm kind of just piping in as I do. So yeah, if I have a strong opinion, I think you're. Yeah, I think you're onto something there. Obviously, I'd have to marry that guy named Frank. Um, of course, of course. Fuck Mary Kill Errol. Okay, this one's weird. Errol Pigwidgeon Hedwig. R.I.P. They're animals, Tim. Oh, We're not talking about animals. I'm not doing that one. Oh, I thought that was a <laughs> <laughs> Well, by all means, Martha, if you want to answer. Well, kill Errol, fuck Pigwidgeon, oh. marry Hedwig. Yeah. Wow, that was very just a personality. Definitely don't kill Hedwig because mm, right soon. Well, and Hedwig, she's my girl. Like, I'm obviously going to marry her. And okay. over, you're choosing between Errol and Pigwidgeon. Just no, in terms of personality, if they were people... Yeah, right. Of course, <laughs> with that. Whole different, whole different ball of wax. <laughs> okay, um, fuck, Mary, kill Snape, Lucius, Wormtail. Kill Wormtail. Yeah, without a doubt. Fuck Lucius. Mm-hmm. No, marry Snape? God! How did we end there? I'm gonna loyal. marry Lucius. Yeah, he is loyal. Lucius You'd marry Lucius? He will stop Yeah, I think you. I'd marry Lucius. He has money. Yeah. Well... Yeah, I don't Snape know. has literally nothing. He has Spinner's End, like his. <laughs> Wait, I guess that's true. If you marry Lucius, you do get to own a bunch yeah, of peacocks. Matter. But then you're yeah, and all the peacocks. Just Snape would be a terrible lay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. he would. He'd be He's so like worm- sad and he'd cry also at the end of it. Yeah, stuck with that forever. You also like, that. I'm so happy I came, but you're not Lily. <laughs> no, I feel like he'd be sassy. No, he has a lot of like misplaced, um, no, just he like needs therapy. He would cry after sex, right? <laughs> I mean, if it's like Alan Rickman Snape, then I don't. Maybe it might be a little some surprises R. there. R.I.P. The one hmm. year of his passing, actually, is two. Yeah, one year. Yeah, just a couple of days ago. Yeah. Almost two years. Wow. That's two years. Yeah. Holy crap! It's been two years. Wow. Oh, because I know he died right after um, Bowie, and Bowie showed up in my time hop the other day. <laughs> right. That was kind of a. Was that like that was like the 2016 like? Yeah. yeah 2016 kickoff. 2017 yeah. wasn't going to be as dramatic as 2016, and then. <laughs> Yeah. Hold my, hold my butter beer. Hold my butter beer. <laughs> okay, and the last fuck Mary kill. Get ready for it. Okay. <sighs> oh boy, I'm scared. <laughs> Me too. Mad Eye, Quirrell, or Barty Crouch Jr. as Mad Eye. <laughs> um, That's dumb. Well, 
It says Barty Crouch Jr. Mad Eye, so maybe maybe take Barty Crouch Jr. in whichever form you want. But anyway, Mad Eye Quirrell, Barty Crouch Jr. <laughs> yeah, well, well, in the Barty form Crouch of Jr. Actual... in the movie, that lots of tongue there. <laughs> oh, but that's David Tennant, man. Yeah, oh, fuck all the way. <laughs> Who are you marrying? Wait, it was Barty Crouch Jr., Quirrell, and Moody. Mary, Mary Mata. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, of course. Definitely kill Quirrell, I think. Yeah, yeah he's just Quirrell would be even worse than Snape. Oh, he would just be like a wet blanket. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it'd be all tongue and not the right way. Unpleasant yeah. at best. <laughs> but wait, okay, what am I missing? Why would Barty Crouch Jr. be all tongue? No, no, Quirrell. Oh, he's... No, Barty no, Crouch Jr. would, because in the movie, oh. like, always like... <laughs> Yeah, that was just like a, an interesting character choice. That was an yeah. interesting character choice that David Tennant just added in for fun. And, I yeah. think it was to um, show crazy. Right. Yes. It, was, it, it was just it did crazy. For him, he needed to give something more complicated to the character. Yeah, right, okay. exactly. <laughs> I haven't seen that movie in forever, and so you guys haven't done that. Um, you haven't gotten there yet on the movie. We'll cast, talk about so. it. <laughs> okay. When you do rewatch that movie, you won't be able to see anything else. <laughs> February 19th, mark your calendar. <laughs> All right. <laughs> um, okay, so a couple more questions from Tim. Almost done. Uh, he says, How much masturbation happened at Hogwarts? <laughs> Hermione was totally swish and flicking, right? Cute. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's, I do not like the already established. That's. <laughs> I do not like the use of the term swish and flicking for <laughs> numerous reasons. I mean, I think we already established that's what the room of requirement is for, I think. So. What's well, for sex and masturbation? Can they just well, masturbate it's, in their, like, it's anything? I yeah. have to say, it is kind of difficult because they all, like, they don't have their own private rooms. They just are in a room with, like, Ooh. five other people. That's what um, the prefect's bathroom is for. <laughs> <laughs> A, like a pubescent boy. Yeah, the boys are jacking off together. It's always curtains on their bed. They do. Okay, they have the curtains on their bed, but honestly, if they had technology, all of those boys would be in in their little dorm room watching porn together and jerking off. Like, do you think is... they had like wizards? So glad I'm not a man. <laughs> yeah, it's real weird. Yeah, that is real weird. <laughs> not in a fun way. <laughs> No, I don't see the Harry Potter circle jerk, but okay. Oh, yeah, these are innocent children, Candy. No, okay, I want our male listeners to write in and confirm this to me that boys totally do that. Not, I'm not saying all the time. I'm just, just yes, they totally jerk off. They totally, especially now. I feel like it would probably be different because everyone has access to porn on just like their individual phones. But back in the day, like when we were growing up. And the only porn you might ever come across was, like, your parents' stash. Guys totally did this. Guys, I'm asking you, write in. And I think you're right. <laughs> I know I'm right. Yeah, I'm not going to examples that I know because I'm not going to. In the same yeah. room where they looked at the porn, got in boners, the and room. then went to, like, separate bathrooms. No, no like, they just went to their separate spots. corners. They, like, they were there. I, I don't know. I don't know if I can get behind this one. By the way, this is the woman who denied that Ron got laid. You, Shandy. Yeah, I just, just, I mean, like, I, yeah, this, I'm, I'm, these things I'm not do not compute. <laughs> okay. Well, I'm with you, girl. I agree. 
Thank no, you. Ron got fucked. He was the first of the trio to lose his virginity. I don't know. I think he got uh, a Hermione job. Yeah, I think Hermione had crumb. Oh, no, hey. I don't know about that. <laughs> yeah, when no, she was a smart girl. thing he was going to miss the most. She yeah, knew he, where she was going in life. She was not going to let herself be tied down. Well, she wasn't tied well, down, but she was having some time. Well, we don't know what's in the room of requirements. She could have been tied down. What kind of contraception we have in Magic World? So I like, think she was probably abstaining. I have to say, I don't think like I'm pretty sure that's pretty pretty clear evidence why why she was the one that Crumb was going to miss the most. Like I think like they didn't have much of a relationship in terms of like talking. I don't think it was mainly so. physical. Yeah, she's fifteen. He's like eighteen. Yeah, maybe I'm just. I know it's like when you when you meet somebody and you like don't really speak the language very much, like Mm -hmm. the same one. You just have a lot of sex. It's true (laughs) from experience. I mean, I was still learning French when I met Frog. He did not. I don't see it. I don't think. I don't think Hermione did it with Crumb, but that's just my opinion. I would like to think that Ron's just so immature and like. You I just always immature and so immature people don't have sex. Okay, yeah, you're right. right. Well, what if they tried and like he came too soon? I feel like that would oh, probably be more plausible. That would be probably realistic. Yeah, he yeah. wouldn't look so smug though. He did it. He finished. Well, he finished. But, real well, he finished eventually. But she for sure. They weren't like a one-night stand, though. They were in a relationship for several months, so I think there was plenty of opportunities. And they were. But he would have told Harry. He would have totally bragged about that. That wouldn't have been a scene where he told Harry. Exactly. Like you have to exist. Like assume that there are things that happen in the world that don't end up in the. Yeah, Harry. I've got to tell you something, man. Chapter thirty-six. Um, yeah right chapter 69 yeah guarantee you there is that I know I've talked about this before but there is that paragraph that people argue from book 7 where Ginny gives Harry a blowjob what what yeah. In the beginning of the book? In the beginning of the book at the wedding or before the wedding? When she says goodbye to him oh, oh. Uh, well yeah, I can get back got there we haven't gotten to that on our reread yet, but <laughs> but it is rumored that that is the undertones of the paragraph. <laughs> I feel like Harry waits a while. Like I don't think it happens for Harry until I after think it the is more realistic that it happens he... for Harry than Hermione first. Mm, Harry was mm-hmm. totally focused on defeating the Dark Lord, so yeah. Hermione was totally focused oh, on getting good grades and, and being the best. Tissues, yeah. Yeah. Okay, no, but yeah. Hermione was so good that she could focus on multiple things at once. No, exactly. She needed a time That's turner fair. for that. Ron was just like a horny teenager, so. Yeah. I, I know. I just, I, like, I also, I know a lot of horny teenagers that didn't get laid, but like. Yeah, but did they have, have a lack of girlfriend who was all that did horny? Have, that did have <laughs> horny girlfriends. But I'm just saying, like, there's. When you're going from, like, <laughs> not even having kissed someone to then, like, doing some stuff, it's, like, there's a lot of in-between that he could have been smug about. But, like, over the course of several several months, like, it's not like it's... It's not like it was in the course of one night. Just yeah. Saying, I knew people who, who were super horny and dated in high school for, like, two to three years and didn't bone. Well... We're not yeah. arguing that he got anal. We're just arguing that. He got <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Colleen. 
Thank you for specifying, actually, because that is what I was arguing. So yeah, Shiv, you're right. <laughs> Let's face it, Ron has never had anal in his life. Probably well, not. He's know, like forty now. He gets freaky. So actually, that's probably true. Just with crumb. <laughs> when we get to the sixth book on the reread i think you're gonna come around on this idea yeah very possible let's let our readers <laughs> I'm, open to that. I'm open to it when yeah when I, when I when i go back to I was going to say when I go back to the passage in the book, but really it'll just be me listening to you guys go back to the pas- passage in the book. It'll be like mid-2019 that we get there, so <laughs> get really <All> excited. Right. <laughs> <laughs> We've already passed Hermione. Uh... Yeah, we already passed the Hermione loses her virginity scene. Allegedly. Okay, but you guys, did not, you guys did not even hint to that. I know it's we are talking about her being podcast. the thing Crumb was going to miss the most. <laughs> okay, but... Shandy, we're a family-friendly podcast. I know, but there's a lot of uh, a wink-wink, nudge-nudge. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right, Tim had... Let's see. A oh, couple... How many of these are there? Oh, seriously, we've got other feedback, Tim. Shut up, Tim. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> this was this was the point where he said, "Yeah, that should be plenty, right?" And I said, "Yes." But then he asked one last oh. thing, and I kind of don't even want to say it on the podcast. But is I feel this like... the "ask Alice if" question? Yeah, I saw something um, about the library in his text. No. Um... <laughs> He said, oh, ask Alice if she ever draws a lightning bolt scar on Paul. Ew, no! (laughs) I apologize for asking the question, but I feel like since he sent in so much feedback, I had to kind of... Anyway. The fact that Tim could even come up with that is disturbing. Um, But we'll just go with a hard denial. No, wait, is this like a straight up no denial or I did not have sexual relations with that woman? Like, Definitely no. Okay. I like to keep Harry um, just separate from my real life. <laughs> All right. Um, I guess we're solidly in our feedback section, so. Yeah, I think so. All right. Um, That's safe to say. <laughs> All right. So we have one quick thing from the Facebook group. Uh, that's uh, jandjack.com. I'm sorry. It's facebook.com slash group slash group uh, from Yisla. And it is uh, my favorite podcast worlds collide. Now I do a podcast with boars, gores, boars, gore, and swords, and I'd be in heaven. I don't know what that is. I guess we're not as cool as boars, gore, and swords, but... <laughs> Really intrigued though. Mm. Yeah, I have to look Sounds that like up. a mythology, maybe, or something like that. We could look hmm. that up. I bet Tim would know. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I bet he's already tried to be on that show. Wars. It's a game. It's of a Thrones. Politics I thought that it was a game. It sounded Game of Thronesy. Oh, see, I was going to say Dungeons and Dragons. Man. They're kind of having a resurgence of late, especially in the podcasting world. Yeah, it's cool again. Is that maybe because of Stranger Things? I think so. 
Yeah, yeah. I, mean, I think it's like, you know, magic cards and Pokemon Go and just like it was kind of the original. Yeah. yeah. And it's cool to be a nerd now. So it's like all that stuff is like acceptable. Like people can live their best nerdy life out in public and it's cool. Yeah. <laughs> An 80s nostalgia and stuff. I'd yes. totally be down to be on a Game of Thrones podcast as long as they didn't want intelligent thoughts. I'm all for it. <laughs> as long as they didn't expect me to remember like who's who. <laughs> it's a lot easier by the by this season though when most of everybody is dead. Very true. And I believe and I remember seeing this last week, but Michaela had also said something that she was excited about the crossover, so Yay. Woohoo. Yay. All right. But at least two people were excited. <laughs> Three, including me. <laughs> Um, and now we're up to butter emails. <laughs> Our first email is from Greg. Crossover time. Hey, broads and real weird sisters. Amanda, Shandy, Colleen, Alice, and Martha. That's a lot of awesome. <laughs> Woohoo! Yeah. Can't wait to listen to this episode. I know you guys are you ladies are doing a great job. We are. Thank you. Um, I wanted to ha- I wanted to send some fun random things in to celebrate the. Amazing crossover of two of my very favorite podcasts. First up, I have a few rounds of Fuck, Mary Kill. Man, everybody... <laughs> Mary, fuck, Kill. <laughs> Round fuck, Mary one. Kill. Voldemort versus Peter Pettigrew versus Barty Crouch Jr. as Professor Moody. Oh, so this is another one, like what Tim asked. Specifically, Barty Crouch Jr. as Professor Moody. Yeah, so... Mm. Barty Crouch I think it's... <laughs> Guess Sorry. you've got to marry Wormtail, huh? You oh, no. right? Oh, I Who are you gonna marry out of those three? Uh, well, the two insane psychopaths, or like the pathetic weakling? Can like, you marry like Tom Riddle? Because I feel like he at least, or at least maybe fuck oh. him because he's way he's pretty yeah. hot. Yeah, sure. well, I'm definitely gonna fuck Voldemort, but I think I always gotta marry Peter Pettigrew. <laughs> yeah. Right. Well, you could fuck Peter Pettigrew and just have it done and over with. Doesn't say you have to fuck them more but, than once. Yeah, but then you don't. But who are you gonna marry? You don't have your like self esteem anymore. Well, that silver hand might do some wonders. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I... be careful because it's known to strangle you. Yeah, <laughs> I don't think it knows when to let up. Oh. <laughs> What's the safe word <laughs> <laughs> for the hand? Yeah. like you don't actually have to like when i play fmk like you don't have to actually fuck the one you marry right that's well yeah i agree could just be like a platonic partnership also it doesn't say you have to stay married to them yeah that too (laughs) you get married and then get immediately divorced but then yeah or it's not good with any of these people they're definitely like the crazy like evil white men who would kill you Yeah, you can do away with him. He's not going to come back and get you. That's true. Can I bring up a point about Voldemort? I always kind of pictured him as, like, supposed to be, like, Hitler-esque, and Hitler had, like, a micro-penis, so I never really thought of Voldemort (laughs) in that sexual way. I thought he was always, like, deformed. I feel like the Horcrux took a little bit off of each time. (laughs) That's true. Even if he, like, he would absolutely be impotent. So it's, like, one-seventh of the size. Yeah, yeah. But, like each Horcrux uh, was a little bit less. It's very <laughs> less Horcrux was his dick. 
man that cares a lot about preserving his soul. <laughs> this is gross. <laughs> Isn't that where every man What's wants to keep his soul? Also, it's not going to be that easy to kill Voldemort. Let's let's admit that. Like, you, it's not going to be an easy kill here. Right, that's you have not to a good kill one to all kill. the Horcruxes too. Yeah, so that's like, like you kill Barty Crouch Jr. You fuck Voldemort. You marry Peter Pettigrew, and then you leave Harry to just kill Voldemort anyway. Yeah. Sure. Maybe you marry Voldemort so that way Harry can kill him. Yeah, yeah. but then who do you fuck? Yeah. <laughs> I guess <laughs> you do Barty Crouch Jr. and you kill Wormtail. Yeah, just fuck the crazy. Yeah. You okay. don't want to marry it. I'm going to stick with my original answer, though. <laughs> All right. Says, oh my god, really, guys, there are five of these. Everyone loses. <laughs> Greg does say... We'll do Greg does say everyone loses in that round. Very true. <laughs> well, Peter Pettigrew gets to get married and have some socialization for once, so he's he's kind of winning. Truth. Yeah. Fred and George Weasley, a two for one. Charlie Weasley and Bill Weasley. So if you choose Fred and George for the fuck, then it's like a threesome automatically. Yes, ma'am. Um, I was awesome. gonna say, basically, you should never turn down two dicks at once <laughs> it's kind of weird with twins though like <laughs> twins yeah do you think that's they would want to do that together god okay that's the caveat that's fucking weird god you guys <laughs> uh, no i i like greg says he says if, if anyone kills the twins they get to die together this time i'm gonna kill the twins oh he's <laughs> had a thing for charlie and i'm gonna marry bill so that's you've had a thing for charlie you'd rather hook up oh. with him than with bill Hell yeah. Bill is so cool, though. I would <laughs> definitely fuck Bill. Charlie Fang Dragons. Really turns yeah, me yeah. on. <laughs> Those Bill dragons described as being cool, but he does not sound cool at all to me. Charlie sounds extremely cool. He works with dragons, and he was a star Quidditch player. He's going to be he's gonna be fun. So I'm going to marry Bill. Do Charlie. My, my problem with Charlie is that I have a brother named Charles. Well, kind of ruins it. Yeah, that's fair. Well, you don't have to call him that. You can come <laughs> you can call him. I can call him Mr. Weasley. You can call him Mr. Weasley. <laughs> Mr. Weasley, if you're nasty. <laughs> <laughs> Round three. Sorry, my microphone's being weird. That's okay. Um, Luna Lovegood versus Ginny Weasley versus Cho Chang. Well, you marry Ginny. Oh. You killed Cho. Yeah, I would Sorry, say she just you do Jenny. I'd marry Luna and do Jenny. I'd marry I'd marry Jenny and do Luna. Yeah, Luna would be fun. I feel like she's got some tricks up her sleeve. <laughs> <laughs> Let me try all me. those nargles. Yeah, <laughs> she'd be Luna would be the chick that brought like the breath mint to the blowjob. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, and I feel really bad for Cho because I also think that she's like pretty cute, but like she just cries too much, and I know it's not her fault. She's been through a lot, but Shandy, I can't believe you'd say that about me. <laughs> <laughs> All right, now, round four: Buckbeak versus uh, Guap versus the giant squid from the lake. What is with everyone? Yeah, I don't like these animal ones. <laughs> <laughs> Pass. Um, and then your classic, <laughs> Harry versus Ron versus Hermione. Oh, that's... that's. Oh. That seems a little criminal. Um, oh, you marry Hermione, you do Harry, oh. you kill Ron. 
Yeah, I thought, yeah. <laughs> that was with conviction. All right, fair enough. Uh, yeah, agreed, agreed. Also, Alice, Alice can't hear any of us right now, apparently, so um, I don't know oh. what to do about that. She said her mic isn't working. We said hmm. that you don't draw the scar on Paul. <laughs> so she's not even looking. All right. Alice is back. Okay, so Ron, Harry, Hermione, which ones? Martha, what did you say? You said I said uh, you fuck Harry, you marry Hermione, and you kill Ron. Yeah, that seems definitely like the answer to go with. I don't know. Uh, definitely kill Ron because I like the other two <laughs> too much. Right. <laughs> Plus, I think oh, Ron wow. has a problem, you know, with premature finishing. You'd want yeah. to <laughs> kill Ron after you fuck Harry, though, because otherwise he'd be really, like, sad. Yeah, or you'd kill Ron before you fuck Harry. No, after. Oh, Harry so would be sad. So wait, I thought you meant, like, Ron would be really, like, Harry? jealous. Yeah. <laughs> Ron would be jealous. That's kind of his MO. Yeah. <laughs> Alright, um, then we have a question now for a couple broadcast rating putter questions. Uh, we know that girls are allowed in the boys' room, but the boys can't go inside the girls' rooms, which means any hooking up in a bed happened in the boys' room. Uh, a couple questions concerning this scenario. What levels level of hookups were going down? It's a semi-public room, and the oldest students are only just 18, so you would assume that things would be low-key and not full-blown sex. See? I think that we have asked and answered and totally yeah. disagreed on this. Well, and surprisingly, yeah, I mean, Shandy was the one who was saying, no, they weren't having sex. Let's go back to the room of requirement. And <laughs> yeah. Okay. So, um, Alice, just remember how sort of like, I don't know, gullible I am. And <laughs> if it's true. not You're like weirdly innocent for how you actually like present yourself. <laughs> It's not in the text. I'm just going to assume that they were all just being good boys and girls. <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, I don't know. Mind, right? You were on board when you break it down. Greg says to Eden, I went to a Christian college with visiting hours when you could visit the other sex's room. You also had to keep the door open at least 30 degrees. Yeah. yeah. For Jesus. How very so, specific. <laughs> nothing happens when the door is only open partially. Right. Um, due to the well, yeah circumstances there was a lot of dry humping going on as it would be hard as it would not be hard to hide if an RA walked by at Hogwarts are similar things going down are the older students hooking up are they just snogging are they dry humping uh, are there some well, that will go all out if someone wants to use the room do they have to put a cloak over the doorknob <laughs> Oh, well, I think that we could probably say that Harry probably just did it under the invisibility cloak. Like, man. Oh, yeah. Oh, that is a good use of the invisibility cloak. Ron probably, like, wanted to borrow the invisibility cloak a lot during sixth year. However, we do know that by the time that they were that age, it's getting hard to fit more than one of them under the cloak at a time. Oh, you know, you just cover the important bits and... And like, it hides you, but it doesn't hide, like, noises that you might be making. True. <laughs> well, then you just be real quiet. Yeah. Um, were there any rules as to how or when the girls can go into the boys' rooms? Were there muffled cries of, ooh, expect, oh, Patronum. <laughs> the guardian lovey, oh, sorry. <laughs> 
that's how her mind got to the flick. <laughs> <laughs> She didn't need a handy. She just had a good spell. (laughs) (laughs) But I think that we can all agree that due to strict dorm rules, apparently everybody at Hogwarts was jerking it in front of each other. And if they wanted to bang, they could just go to the room requirement. I mean, in all seriousness, there are like a million empty rooms um, at Hogwarts, right? That's yeah. what it seems yeah, like. I like think it was not them too. Hard. <laughs> it was probably not hard to hook up. It's pretty but, cool. Like that stuff goes down all the time. Yeah. Am I right? <laughs> the, the problem with the room of requirement is that a lot of students don't know about it. So I don't think that that's just like the place they all go. There had to have been places like that though. Otherwise, yeah, that but I think was really angry all the time. Yeah, because you kept on having to break up kids. Yeah, or maybe that's the real reason why people want to go in the Forbidden Forest. Oh. Oh. Oh, Getting back to to bestiality. (laughs) Thank you. Okay, this is getting too long. That's what she said. But I have one more left in me. Do wizards use protection for sex? If so, is it random? Or is there some sort of spell that keeps things where you want them? Or do they throw caution to the wind? Which would explain the Weasley family in that case. Honestly, I think the Weasleys were just like the Irish Catholics of the Weasley yeah. world. Yeah, yeah. I think so I think too. that Mrs. Weasley wanted to have seven children. She loves yeah, kids. Was... And they, part of what I think was what they were going for is that they really wanted a girl, too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, I think that's, that's a fair. Yeah. yeah. But I think a potion maybe would make, would make the most sense. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. Yeah, I think I think so too. But as far as like for preventing STDs, I don't know if right. that would work on that. I think there'd have to be a potion for that too. Yeah. <laughs> Good point, There's Colleen. a potion for that. There's a potion. <laughs> I don't know if there are potions that are like preventative medicine though. Well, I mean, I mean, magically post like you would take the potion because you you came in contact with yeah. you're showing yeah. symptoms or something. If they yeah, could, you know, fix a broken arm in like a day. Yes, Skelligro. Yeah, <laughs> that's actually <laughs> used that for sex as well. Yeah, yeah. No, there had to be something like gonorrhea be gone or something like <laughs> <laughs> you know poo. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I'm just thinking, like, I bet labor is not really that painful for witches, huh? There's, there's got to be quite a few They potions. probably have babies in, like, you know, 30 seconds. Oh, fuck that. Yeah, like Accio baby. <laughs> <laughs> so what about, okay, like, the things like syphilis and gonorrhea that are treatable, like, okay, I get that. But what about things like HIV or herpes that are not? Like, that stay for life. Well, the HIV parallel in the book is is um, the werewolf. being a werewolf. Yeah, that's there's yeah. a lot of literature on that, and that's not curable. That's just treatable, right? So, so I'm thinking something maybe similar. something something like that, like where they can probably keep the symptoms under control right. easily, but yeah, maybe not cure it. And that's yeah, probably why, no... like, some people are into purity of blood. That's like inbreeding, oh. though. Yeah. No, but so I'm just thinking, like, if they don't have anything to prevent from that, if they're like not using condoms, 
no preventative measures. But they might be using condoms. It might be like a little, like a mini invisibility cloak or something. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, but like they wear normal street clothes. Why would it's a hard thing to invisible? translate from like the muggle world to the magical world. Yeah. Like, because the, they write with clothes. They don't actually that, like, wear street clothes in the books, though. Like, that's not really yeah. a thing. Like, they the write off when they go like, to like Hogsmeade and stuff. I mean, that, that's sort of not clear, but right. some people, like, totally. purists would say that they don't, but... I <laughs> like, don't like, they like, not write... purist. <laughs> <laughs> they write with quills, they write on parchment, like... Uh, because that's more fun, and it makes the world more interesting. <laughs> Just saying, that dates from a period of reason time. that's in there, because it's, it's whimsical. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Sorry, I mean condoms aren't necessarily whimsical either, <laughs> <laughs> but it does make things more fun. It does make things more fun. I'm gonna go with they had to have some kind of wizard equivalent in like birth control form. Okay, well, ladies, when you interview uh, J.K. Rowling, be sure. Yeah, to... seriously, so we defeated her now. Yeah. You know, a lot of people are wondering this question. Clearly, Greg and Tim both brought yeah. it up. So. <laughs> no. It's not just it's not just Tim. So, <laughs> um, sorry for going on so long. I was just excited that so many of my favorite podcasters will be recording together, and I wanted to give something fun for the show. Thanks. Thanks, Thank Greg. you. Thanks, Greg. Um, yeah. I have another question from Justin. Question for the broadcast appearance. Who is the biggest feminist icon in the Harry Potter series, and why is it Professor Grubby Planks? Yes, Queena. Well, have a Queena. I love that nickname, by the way. Um, definitely, Wilhelmina is the number one fe- feminist icon. Um, she's just really she badass. She's really into pursuing icons. her career at all costs. <laughs> um, woman. But there's a lot of good feminist icons. Yeah, obviously Hermione and McGonagall come to mind as big, big yeah. ones. Yeah, Tonks, Bellatrix, Bellatrix. One might argue. Yeah. I mean, it's nice to see like it's nice to see a variety of like female portrayals. Tonks. Mm-hmm. Yep. Tonks. Tonks. That's a good one. Um, yeah, I guess Lily. Ginny in the books. I mean. She's yeah, very independent. Yeah. <laughs> Professor Sprout, not afraid to get dirty. And <laughs> <laughs> Madame Pomfrey, not afraid to promote safe sex at Hogwarts. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. Madame Pince, resident Hogwarts lesbian, probably. <laughs> That's right, and librarian. Yes. Nice. But really, guys, why, why is it Professor Grub- Grubby Planks? <laughs> Are you forgetting who she is, Colleen? What? Don't you remember? No, she's she's the um. I know Terror of magical is. creatures. Thank you. <laughs> I know who she is. She's the one with hot with uh. uh I mean, she's she subs in for face. Get with Hagrid. Yeah, she subs in for Hagrid. So I feel like that would be a low point in anyone's career when you're like a, a substitute for Hagrid. Well, here's the thing. She's yeah. like old. She deals with Sorry. some. Uh, workplace sexism, the fact that Hagrid is able to get the job over her when she's clearly way more qualified than him. Yeah, um, that's very true. <laughs> her, come on! Hagrid doesn't even have a high school or a Hogwarts diploma, <laughs> and somehow he's a professor. And Robbie Plank is very qualified and 
you know, knows how to work with all of the magical creatures and yeah, and, and to be a Hogwarts professor. And like so, has a wand. She's just working <laughs> has a wand. <laughs> she's just working to break that glass ceiling at Hogwarts. Yeah, great feminist scene for her is when she teaches them about unicorns and she's like they prefer women, so boys stand aside. Like, this is girls. Yeah, I was going to say that, but then I remember what podcast we're on. <laughs> That's a bestiality. <laughs> awesome. I'm glad. <laughs> All right. All right. And then But like no but serious question, like why isn't it the Hermione Granger series? Uh do you mean like why is the main character not a girl? I mean basically, especially when she's like such a badass, and I know that JK Rowling has been asked this before, and I always feel like the answers that she gives to me are kind of like smoke and mirrors to just the fact that it would sell better if a boy was the main character and like, yeah. that's not a knock necessarily on her, but, mm-hmm. it's, but it's still like, it's not satisfying. Here's my, she, say, she always imagined her as being a boy and like, whatever, whatever. It's like, okay, but no, well, maybe she did. I mean, she had a, dream that's true. I mean, it's yeah. like, you know, your then why did you always imagine him as being a boy, but make I don't think this female character that, <laughs> My opinion I mean, is that, like, I wouldn't want it to be the Hermione Granger series, but I could see it an argue, more of an argument for why it should have been, like, Harry. Like, I like the character of Harry, but I think Harry could have easily been a girl. Right. Um, and I don't right. think it needs to be Hermione, because I think Hermione is yeah. super badass, but mm. she's better as a supporting character just because she is so, like... Superior to everyone. <laughs> yeah, she's not even likable as a supporting hero. character. It's more interesting to have yeah, a true. main character who has, character. yeah, more flaws and is more interesting. But I think Harry, if you just, I mean, I don't think Harry would have been unbelievable as a girl. Like, all of Harry's traits could be a, a female as well. Yeah. Yeah. Well, part of me wouldn't even be surprised as, like, if the story started from she came up with the name Harry Potter. Yeah. And everything stemmed from that. Because it... Just the ring of it, the way it comes off your your tongue, that's what she said. (laughs) It just has such a wonderful ring to it. Like, it sounds equally familiar and interesting, and I wouldn't be surprised if that's where it started. That she came up with the name and then built a story around it. Yeah, I mean, I don't think we can knock her for creating the story that she was inspired to create. I mean, I think it does get back to, like, being in a society where like more there are more male characters in books than in uh than female characters and so a lot of authors do first come up with male characters because that's kind of what seems natural because that's what they're used to reading but i mean i don't see i mean that was her character that she came up with and i mean i think i don't think we can knock jk rowling for it it comes more back to like the society she's in i guess and that's 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 fine like i'm fine with giving her a total pass on that but but like it's interesting to consider it within the framework and within the society because it's yeah well i think jk rowling has definitely proven over the years that she is willing to a little bit sell out and as much as that pains me to say it uh, i do think she makes choices for marketing Mm. uh, johnny depp (laughs) Yeah, the fact that she, I mean, 
she went by J.K. Rowling so that it wouldn't seem obvious that she was a woman. That's also terrible. Yeah, I mean, which like just the way I mean, blame her for wanting to get paid. No, but it just like angers right. me that that's that that's like a thing. Well, and, and when she had a pen pen name, she picked a male name. Right. The boys can't like the boys somehow can't read stories about girls, even though girls read most of the stories they read are about boys. Right. I mean, other things she's done. I mean, she made Dumbledore come out of the closet after the series was over, and right. had already sold a ton of books. Right. And I don't know what the publisher pressured her to do too. And that's exactly. Yeah. I'm sure she was pu- pr- pressured by the publisher on a lot of things, but she is willing to cave to that pressure. I mean. As much as I love her, she does have that flaw. I mean, flaw if you want to say that, but she does make smart money decisions at the sake of, you know, advancing some social justice causes. But that's what her Twitter feed is for. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right. On her Twitter, I mean, she obviously is a huge feminist and huge activist for a lot of social justice causes, but I just don't think that all of her actions line up with that. But just the way it is, unfortunately. Yep. Continuing on the sex topic, we have an email from Andy. Yeah. <laughs> it's called the, the Magical World of Andy's Virginity. So Andy has written in to the broads and the sisters. And he says, um, since you have the real weird sisters on, I thought it would be good to get their take on my predicament. So Alice and Martha, if you haven't been following my story, here is a quick recap. Previously on This Week in Andy's Virginity. Hey, sisters, I go by the alias Andy, which is from 40-Year-Old Virgin, yes. I say that. Oh, is that what we decided? No? I haven't seen that movie. Maybe. That was going to be my question, because Alice and Martha have seen about as many movies as me, but maybe even less sometimes. (laughs) I've seen 40-Year-Old Virgin. I think Martha's seen maybe more than you, and I've seen less, because I don't watch movies, like, ever. I think it goes Martha, me, and then you. I think Martha's seen more well, than that me. Is the char- yeah, it is the character's name. Huh. Yeah. Learn something new. Sorry. Yeah, that's yeah, I never made that them. connection. <laughs> and it can tell us if that's wrong. It makes but... sense, though. No, it's I could have sworn you're in the coincidence if that's... <laughs> we all just got some backstory. Oh, yeah. I really... I could have I sworn that we had had this conversation, but it's, it's anyway. It's, it's possible. I don't remember things. Because <laughs> I have seen 40-Year-Old Virgins, but um, I do not remember details of the movies unless I watched them like 10 times, so I certainly don't remember that the person's called Andy. Anyway, um, Andy goes on to say, I'm in my mid-30s and I'm still a virgin. By that I mean nothing, no sexual contact with anyone ever, and that includes kissing. It's not because of religion or simply saving it from marriage. It was more due to extended bouts of depression slash anxiety, economic hardship, and other stuff that put me far from the mindset of someone looking for a relationship. I've been able to find a certain level of stability, but I've been nervous about putting myself out there. I feel a lot of embarrassment being a male virgin at my age, and I worry that most women will bail when I tell them. So I wrote the broadcast the past summer to see if they or any of the listeners had a similar experience or were currently in the same boat as me. Since then, I've been trying to put myself out there by trying online dating only for it to fail miserably. Most of my attempts at interactions were ignored or quickly fizzled out. So I haven't even gotten close to telling someone I'm interested in that I'm still a virgin. While the broads have assured me that there are women out there who would be okay with that, it would be nice to meet one of them in the real world. It's been frustrating, but I'm trying other avenues to meet people and see how it goes. 
that's where I'm at now. Of course, it'd be great to get some new perspectives. I'll update you on the regular show, which is more of a tease than that update deserves. Hashtag, I'm with Hersicus. I don't understand the hashtag, but we can... Go back to whichever episode is episode 227, because that will be Andy's update. (laughs) Right. (laughs) right okay what's the the hashtag i'm with her because um i think it's it's referring to the infamous kevin smith podcast episode the schmodcast episode with forgeticus which was so fucking hysterical and was so like popular that it actually ended up having its own strain of marijuana named after it stop wait what is this podcast (laughs) So oh, uh, this is from, oh my God, this had to have been six or seven years ago at this point. Uh, Kevin Smith does a lot of podcasts, but the first... Oh, that's the guy who did um, those Island movies. Yeah. Yes. Okay. I really loved Chasing Amy back in the day. Isn't that with... Ben Affleck. Ben Affleck. Ben Affleck. Oh, that kind of sucks. Lauren Saddams or whatever her name is. That would be she's really interesting. Stuff. Is she still acting? I'm not sure. I really like yeah. I really like her voice, and it would be interesting to watch that. Not because of Ben Affleck, but <laughs> I wonder. <laughs> I just wonder how that has aged, right? Yeah, exactly. But anyway, a, a schooner is a sailboat. <laughs> um, <laughs> but so they talk about Harry Potter in this one particular episode, and he forgeticus is a joke that comes out and, and it's 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 so funny like, oh, like i listened to that episode twice because i listened to it and then i made jay listen to it i was like this is so funny and it <laughs> it is it's very raunchy and very funny but i think that's where the i'm with her's a kiss it's like it's like you're casting a spell like i'm with her's a kiss yeah uh, okay essentially he's <laughs> saying that we're awesome <laughs> Awesome. Like it. So I think what Andy is looking for from Martha and Alice uh, is do you have any suggestions for him for getting out and meeting women and any insight into his predicament, quote unquote? Right. Because as you said, he's tried online dating and that's been what we've been talking about the last couple of months. And it sounds like he's at this point quit. And I don't think there's anything wrong with that. Yeah, so then the question is, what next? Yeah. yeah. Well, okay, first of all, I'll just say, I, I just based on his situation, it does not actually sound as rare as I think the media would make you think it is. Like, I actually think there's a lot of people in a similar situation. I don't know if you guys have touched on that on the show, but I, just based on the online groups that I'm a part of, like, I think there probably are way more men in their 30s who are virgins than they would, like, care to admit. So... First of all, I don't think that Andy's weird. Like, I think that that is actually way more normal than you than he probably thinks it is. Um, and you guys have probably said this, but I think, like, the first step just for with himself is to really, like, stop being embarrassed about that. Because I think that is probably... I mean, I think that the women that he's maybe, in, like, interacted with might be picking up on, like, that kind of self self-loathing or embarrassment that he might be feeling. And I just don't think that that's a good thing to be putting out there. So I think that's the first step for him is to just really come to terms with the fact that like, I mean, he said he had all these different circumstances that played into his particular situation. And that's just how it is. There's people in all different kinds of situations and I don't think there's anything to be ashamed of. So first just coming to terms with who he is and being happy with himself and not being embarrassed about his situation. Yeah, and I mean, I don't know too much about 
his situation or what you guys have hand- said on on the show, but I, I definitely agree with what Alice is saying. And I think like the confidence thing is really, really important. Like maybe start going to the gym if he's not already, um, like find some hobbies. Like, I feel like, I feel like it's good to get that social interaction when you're not necessarily looking for a relationship. Um, internet dating, I don't have any experience with myself, but I don't ever really plan to because that doesn't seem like something that I would want to do. And like, I feel like if it's not working for him, then that's fine. Like there's definitely things that work for certain people and things that don't work for other people. So I feel like, just like trying different things and working on like himself. Like I think that that's a good place to start. And I'm sure you guys have said stuff along those same lines. Ish, but I really like that take on it. That's, yeah. that's why I love the real words. <laughs> I just think like for him, I don't, I think he needs to come to a point where maybe like finding someone to be with isn't necessarily the number one priority. And I don't know if that is for him or not, but like, I kind of just feel like just be happy with yourself and then you're going to be in a place where if you find someone great and you're going to probably have a great chance of getting with that person because you're going to be projecting such a happy, positive, confident persona. But then if, I mean, if, if some, for some reason, nothing ever does work out, you'll be happy with yourself anyway, because I I do think that's possible. I don't think that everybody needs to find someone and I don't think that you have to have sex to be happy. Yeah, and I also would say, I mean, like, friendship is extremely important, too. Like, I'm not sure what his situation is in terms of his social uh, social life, but, like, just looking for friends in, in the first place, I think, is a really good place to start because, I mean, friendship can be so, so important when you're feeling down on yourself or, you know, not, like, worried about your persona. I mean, I think friendship can be just such an important thing that people maybe undervalue a little bit, so... Um, yeah, yeah, totally. That like I was listening to this other podcast where they were like just totally like overlooking friendship and calling it like a dime a dozen. It's like no, 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 no. Like <laughs> yeah. good friends, good friends are are hard to come by and like takes cultivating and is so important for like your mental health and just like everything. I totally agree with that. Yeah. Yeah, and I just think like I mean, okay, I'm maybe being a little bit optimistic. Like it might not be possible to come to those kind of realizations just on your own. It might you might need to talk to like a counselor or something if if you're having a lot of difficulty reaching a point where you're happy with yourself and you're fine with the fact that you're a virgin in your 30s. I mean, that's fine that you're that you're having difficulty. There's people out there that can help you with that as well. Yeah, definitely. Not that I'm saying you have to go to counseling or anything, but like that could be an option as well if you're finding difficulty with that. Yeah, that's a good point. Yeah, no, very good points. As great as having podcasters help you with this situation is, <laughs> I feel like having people in your life that you can talk to about this on a day-to-day basis or, or regularly at least is really important. And I'm, I'm sure like the, the ladies of the broadcast are happy to keep talking to you about this. Like I'm sure it's, yeah, it's stop taking, don't tell our listeners to stop. But I mean, I think like there's definitely ways to talk about this, with other people, trained professionals, as well as just friends as well. Yeah. Well, and that's something that we had kind of touched on in the past was whether or not Andy had, talked about this with friends like in real life and um if i'm remembering correctly i think that he pretty much had not uh and i think it kind of went back to the time but maybe maybe it's changed because like and it kind of went back to the not feeling comfortable sharing 
that kind of information with someone, um, yeah. which then just like really feeds back into what you're saying about like how obviously in order to be sort of to like feel more okay with it, you might want to get to a place where like you could have like that there would be certain people in your life that you would feel comfortable sharing those kind of personal details with. Yeah. But it is something that's personal. So, but you have to have, I mean, you have to have people in your life that you can share some of that super personal stuff with. Yeah. True. Oh, but I think Alice brought up a good point of like how the media and society sometimes lead us to believe that maybe that's a really odd, weird thing. And it, you know, Mm -hmm. sort of helps you feel less comfortable in that. And so like, I can see why it becomes that much harder and it shouldn't, it absolutely shouldn't. Um, but yeah, guys, yeah, I and- the pot. <laughs> pick up the point I was trying to make. Right. No, I really do think like so much of our culture makes people feel so weird because they're not quote unquote normal. Like everybody that they see on TV or in movies or whatever. And there really isn't a normal and there's, so many people in so many different situations. I just so many and so many people are so embarrassed about their particular situation. I mean, some yeah. people are super embarrassed about the exact opposite situation that they've like been with so many people, you know, that they would not want to share that. So I just mm-hmm. think there's so many people out there who are super uncomfortable with their own past and their own history of like sexual encounters. And I just think that it just the best thing that you can do is just become comfortable with the fact that you are who you are and like at this point you can't change your past you can only really focus on what you're doing in the present and it's not weird it's just who you are right and in most of those situations it's weirder to you than it is to anybody who's gonna matter like yes yeah yeah definitely all right well i hope we helped you out a little bit andy and if anybody else wants to hear more about andy's story we've got a decent back catalog of (laughs) updates and you know go back to whatever the episode following 226 is because whether it's this one fingers crossed fingers crossed or (laughs) the one that we're going to record tomorrow in the future um which i guess is in the future in the past whatever so future past it's all irrelevant it's all all the same thank you guys so much for coming on to the broadcast we really had a blast discussing things like wizard birth control with you um, <laughs> and the room of requirement um, I would love the come to and go room what the listeners have to say on these topics um, including whether or not Ron totally bone lavender um, <laughs> you can email us broadcasters3 at gmail.com uh, maybe we'll have Alice and Martha back on for a follow-up one of these days as well, if there's enough demand. Um, yeah. And by that, I, just... I mean, fuck you guys. We're going to have them on anyway. Um... <laughs> well, thank you guys so much for having us. Yeah, thank you. Um, do you guys want to plug your website and your feed and all that? Yeah, Alice, you could do that. Sure. Uh, so you can find us at realweirdsisters.com. Uh, we're on also on Facebook at facebook.com slash realweirdsisters or Twitter at realweirdsister with no S on the end. So those are all ways you can get in touch with us. And we love to hear feedback from people and just interact with you guys. And we'd love to have you listen to our show if you haven't before. Um, like Martha said, we do the book club episode and we also do the special topics shows. So we have quite a, quite a variety on our feed, but we do talk about all Harry Potter things. 
Um, and our show is family friendly. Yeah, it is family friendly. A great place to start is uh, the first annual Real Weird Hunger Games, which is featuring Shandy <laughs> and Shut Up Tim. Yeah. And definitely a, a very interesting episode. But oh, right, it's going to be my commuting listen tomorrow morning, I think. So if but, you, uh, if you, if you want to hear me squirm. <laughs> yeah. Check them out. Thank you, guys. Thank you to our patrons. If you want to check out, consider becoming a patron. Uh, we're trying to get 100 new patrons in 2018. We're still at one. Um, <laughs> Getting close. Um, but you can check out patreon.com slash Jack. You can go to janejack.com and click on the Become a Patron link. Special thanks to some of our patrons, uh, Eckhart, Tack from Tokyo, Ed the Creepy Mailman, and Molly the Millennial. Uh, thank you guys, as always. Amazon, go to the Amazon Affiliates link, janejack.com slash Amazon, if you are so inclined to push all your orders through. I'm done buying baby stuff, so somebody else has to pick up the torch for me um, <laughs> <laughs> through that link. Um, but, yeah, I think that's about it. Thank you guys again. Stay tuned for whatever next, whatever episode is chronologically next, and I'm sure I'll tell my baby stories. So, yeah, oh I can't <laughs> wait. <laughs> if you don't die, yeah, if you're really, really trying to prevent me from ever procreating. How in detail are you going to be about labor stories? Because that might prevent me from listening. Probably not. I kind of, <laughs> I kind of want to hear it all, but that's up to you. Well, that's your shit. <laughs> In like a weird, sick way. Yeah. That might have to be a patron level. I'm a, yeah. I'm a fan of the overshare. Well, I don't know. It could be super boring. Like I could literally like get there and have a kid like an hour later and there'd be nothing. Let's hope. They do say it's much easier with the second yeah. child that they just kind of see themselves out. Yeah. We'll see. I mean, <laughs> or it could be a nine pound baby out. like Martha. Ooh. Yep. Oh. I was knocked out. <laughs> Yeah, this one's supposed to be a big one, but I was gonna say I was the fourth child, and I was, I was born in like fifty-seven minutes of labor in a birthing chair. That's so, true. just wow. that's actually not too oh. too bad. That's pretty short. Yeah, yeah, it's like super short. Yeah, we'll see. You're like I have things to do. Just <laughs> let me out. I got things to do. I like twins came through here before me. Yeah. <laughs> No, I promise I won't be like super graphic. Not not more than like usual. So, anyway, um, on that note, let's get out of here before we scare people away from sticking around for future episodes. Uh, my name is Colleen. My name is Amanda. I'm Shandy, and we also have some guests. I'm Martha, <laughs> <laughs> and I'm Alice. All right, bye, guys. <laughs> Thanks bye. for having us.